season two, right? Yeah. Kick off, yeah. mid. Black girl match. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. A splash and dash. Hey, hey, this, this is black and here, man. Everything. Yeah. Everything positive. Welcome to Honesty on the Table, where our mission is to cultivate a space where transparency, vulnerability, and humble curiosity serve as our individual and oh, serve as our <laughs> serve as our healthy roots for individual and collective progress. Welcome. All right, guys. As you know, I'm Marlo. I'll be your host today. So, ladies, first time on the podcast, we do a thing called self awareness. Basically, you know, speaking how your week went, how you feel emotionally, mentally, about work. You know, it's just kind of like a de-stressing, quick look. Let it out. So, our guest today, by the way, we have Miss Leah here. We have Miss Victoria here. We have Miss Tamika here, and then we have Miss V, aka Lachey here. So to start, Elijah, we gonna start with you, brother. Just gonna do round table. Absolutely. So uh, first off, man, I'm in good spirits, man. I woke up, I was like, I felt relaxed. Uh, went to a, a dinner at Porsche yesterday. I was excited about that. Okay. Yeah, it was a nice little vibe, and uh, I'm excited. I'm going to a birthday party later today too, so I'm excited about that too. So yeah, I'm in good spirits for sure. Um, I've had a great week. Um, I've accomplished a lot of things. Well, this whole month has been a lot of accomplishments and a lot of abundance every day of this month. Um, I do have a birthday to go to later today, so I'm looking forward to that. And it's about to be a new week. And then we're in virtual grade. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Per usual, people, I'm chilling, I'm good, I'm focused, I'm on my mission. And it's just time to keep grinding. Welcome. Oh, shit. No, I work at a high school in Western Atlanta, so I always. So I always have um, very eventful weeks. And it's Sunday, which means tomorrow is Monday. So that's how I feel. Back to the okay. Okay. Right. We understand. Right. Um, for me, um, every day I get up, wake up, get up. The vision is clear. We got a mission. We got to We got to grind. So the week was challenging, but we're here. Thank you. Okay. okay. Right. I like that. I like that. Wow. Uh, my week. Another week down. School. Another week forward. Um, like I said earlier, it is Sunday, so it was an opportunity to rest and reflect and just gear up for a new week, new blessings, new opportunities. Oh, my week. You know what? I am actually having a great week. Like, I'm having a good week. Yeah. Tomorrow's Monday, saving sex lives, one session at a time. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm having a good week. I've been really intentional lately about, like, just reconnecting and, like, I've been in the gym. Like, I went to church for the first time yesterday in, like, four years. So, uh, I'm in a good space. Yeah. I know I went yesterday for a women's conference, so, child, I should have been church this morning. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm in a good space. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Um, Turo is kicking my ass. I'm okay. not going to lie. Okay. Uh, but it's been um, new challenges in this new business venture, so I'm excited. But also, it's been very, very testing. So, 
It's been a test for a week. What is Toro? No, I know what Toro is. Oh. Why is it kicking? Why is it kicking my ass? Because yeah. they just keep destroying my cars. And two down in two months. Wow, don't tell me that. And one of them's trying to sue. Right. I got you, bro. Tap in. Hold on, hold on, I got you. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tap in. All right, y'all. So we have this also other next segment called Let's Break Bread, where we basically. Do a financial tip and a health tip. So, Jenna? Yeah, so I'll jump in on that health tip. So, I think it's so important, you know, why we have us together as black men and black women. You know, this is about love and about expression. And at the heart of that is the heart. So, I wanted to speak on cardiovascular health. And some of the leading causes among African Americans, of course, are heart disease, cancer, uh, accidents. Uh, and it kills nearly 50,000 black women annually. Um, as of 2019. Unfortunately, blacks have the highest mortality rate uh, for all cancers combined compared with any other racial and ethnic group. Um, and a lot of times I, I know when we speak about diseases, uh, we want to focus a lot on prevention um, because that's the greatest cure you know, for it not to occur at all. I think sometimes with us in our culture, things happen and then it's like we kind of are retroactive in how we have to deal with it and respond to it. So in terms of just being able to approach it from a preventive mechanism, I think it's very important to the diet, you know, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, low fat dairy products, skinless poultry, fish, maybe pescatarian, maybe you're vegan, maybe you're vegetarian, kind of laying off a lot of the red meats. And of course, the gym, you know, exercise, uh, running, jogging, walking, jump rope, hiking and so forth. So these are all preventive measures and ways to just help mitigate uh, when it comes to your health and the heart. Do you think the reason that the mortality rate is higher in our community is due to lack of resources or lack of prevention? That's a question I got from anybody. Both. Both. Yeah. But which one do you think weighs more, though, within our community? Oh, it's, Ooh, it's see, the resources are there. This is my thing. I think the resources are there, but access to resources is the problem. So I think, like, increasing, like... So, like, more like an educational, like, standpoint, like how voting was recently with Stacey Abrams and she... Went crazy with the education and a lot of people, you know. I feel like yeah. because the resources are so limited, they make the access harder to gain, right? So the resources are there, but we don't have an abundance of resources. So it's kind of like a, you have to be, I hate to kind of throw this in, how they say, if you want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book. Right. And when you think of it that way and then you think of how many of our people, regardless of age, have access to the resources that inform you of where the resources are. So it gets the lines get so blurred. I can't tell you how often I speak with parents and I might bring up something small like um, you can get glasses through your school social worker. What? Really? No, I didn't know. Like, come on. You, right. you have to kind of know that as a title one school. You have to kind of know that, but they don't. And it's typically because, you know, every now and again, they don't show up to where the resource information is revealed or shared. Mm. That's just my thought. And that's the PTA meeting, right? That's everything. That's the virtual meetings. That's the reading the pamphlets that come home. That's the just asking your child. That's the answering the phone. Mm. Okay. Right. Email, voicemail. Right. And then real quick on the diet piece though, I think it's cultural 
a lot of times because when I was younger, there was I didn't I didn't like to eat a lot of red meat. I, I wasn't a fan of chitlins and I just I it was certain things that that's the first thing you go to. Yeah, no, yeah. I had a very vi- I had a very vivid flashback all where you know shit, all this good shit out here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just one of those things where it's just like a lot of times if you come and you you kind of speak differently about diet to your grandparents or to your parents, they're not really they're not, they're, they're not really listening, you know that's what nice. I mean? And I don't know if that's intentional or just like they're older, they've been here. Stuff. Yeah, kind of stuck. That's how I am with my grandma. Like, you know, she's getting old, bro. And yeah. Like, she's starting to get like arthritis crazy in her knees and stuff. I'm like, Grandma, like, gotta lose weight. Let's change our diet. She was like, It's over for me. Like, they're like, straight up. That's what she said. She was like, Hey, I, yeah. I ain't doing that. And this is when I was like vegan at the time. So, you know, right now I was trying to push that shit yeah. crazy. But, yeah, she wasn't hearing that. Yeah. Nothing. So, sir, financial tip? Yeah, I, I was just thinking about all of that. <laughs> yeah, I got family. <clears throat> older, older folks in my family as well who are, who are struggling with their health. And I think about that and how they just, sometimes they're just so rigid because it's partly is motivated by fear. Fear the unknown. Like, what if I do something different? If I break these habits, maybe, maybe, maybe something worse may happen. Like, I don't know. And yeah, it's interesting about that. All right, so um, finance tip. How to establish personal credit. What is credit? Uh, personal credit is what you build by showing trustworthiness when it comes to paying your bills on time and in full, from credit cards to auto and home loans. Doing so increases your credit, stand- your credit standing. However, it's important to remember your personal credit should be separate from your business credit. And through the season, we'll get more into that, making that transition from personal to business. Credit scores. Personal credit scores generally range from 300 to 850, and they are calculated based on many different pieces of data to have your credit report, and it all comes down to those five categories. Your payment history, which is 35% of your credit, um, amounts owed or credit utilization, 30%, length of credit history, which is 15%, your new credit or new lines of credit, which counts for 10%, and your credit mix. Um, overall, so not just consumer um, credit cards in the form of like a Best Buy or a or a Gap, but also in regards to um, new lines of credit being in parts, home loans, auto loans, all of those things being taken into account as well with your overall uh, credit score. Any other additional tips to add about personal credit? If y'all have any on the top of your mind, um, pay your bills three days before. It'll show that you're early and it'll give you extra points. Before the statement dates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see, mine would have just been automatic withdrawal. That's how I set mine up. Just take it out. I know I owe it. Just take it. Because <laughs> me trying to think about all the yeah. things I got to just take it out. For me. You can set the date three days before that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then, yeah, I'll definitely yeah. go in and do that. But that's my, my go-to. Yeah. That's how I stay on top of it. Just... I also, yeah. I pay everything with my credit cards, like all my bills. I don't ever use my debit card. So mm-hmm. I, that's how I, like, one, because I, I, you know, get my points and all that for my stuff. But it also helps, it also helps build more, you know, I get bigger credit limits with my credit cards by doing that. So You ever notice when you go to the grocery store, say Whole Foods, for instance, um, that's where you shop a lot. But um, <laughs> you ever notice that, you know, different cultures, they only use credit cards. Mm-hmm. And you see that's, that's the reason why. Yeah. And so my biggest thing is just you have to stay disciplined mm-hmm. when you use these credit cards because, yet again, it's cultural. We don't know. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why financial literacy is so important at the youngest age. Mm-hmm. My kids have to pay for snacks with fake money. You want that little Debbie? That's two dollars. Are you willing to do that? So mm-hmm. just starting them so young, the youngest as possible, mm-hmm. to break the chain. And to piggyback off of that, um, a couple of years ago, I worked at a school where we rewarded them with points based off of their behavior. So they had to, and it was a high school, they had to really work for the points. And then in return, they were able to purchase things. And what I thought was the most interesting thing was how all of a sudden they didn't want stuff anymore. Like, what? It's a hundred point? No, I'm straight. I don't even need it anymore. And I think that that kind of taught them early on that be mindful. Just because you have it doesn't really mean that you need to get it. But I can't really be speaking too much because I don't really (laughs) abide by that myself. But I do know that that is a a great principle to abide by. Can I ask you a quick question? Real quick, since you are a teacher. Yes. What do you you feel about those, um, I believe they call like monastery schools or Mm -hmm. how, how do you feel about those type of schools? That focus, you know, on more than just like a so um, they teach you like real life stuff. I'll say this: I've been praying for every year to be my last year because I do want to open my own boarding school. And the majority of the reason I want to open my own boarding school is because, Lord, I hope I got a tiptoe because you know my my school district don't play no games, so. I feel as though we have to become extremely innovative, like every single month, not year, not every three years, five years, every single month. We have to become more innovative, more relevant, and just keeping our kids on their toes. And with that being said, I do think all school systems need to shift away from the standard college prep because the reality is the majority of our kids do not want to go to college for whatever reason. Um, And then when you look into, I mean, look at just Instagram alone, right? I went to school and sometimes I'm like, what? These girls are, you know, like, my God. But then I have to remind myself, everyone's purpose is different. And luckily, gratefully, I was able to kind of tap into my purpose early. And I knew that, hey, you got to go to school, right? When you come out, you're going to be able to do more things, but you have to go to school. But nowadays, our kids... They're not even driven by grades anymore. There's no such thing as, I'm going to give you extra credit. They don't care about that. You have to get real, 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 again, innovative with my kids. So instead, I take my more challenged kids and I'm like, listen, two weeks strong is haircut on me. And then you see them go crazy. Mm -hmm. So I think if we shifted as a whole and rewarded them or even tested them by like PBLs, right? Project-based learning, real life experiences, then they'll come out better. Heck, they'll come more, which then we can produce better students. But who am I, right? And that's just my little. Just tapping into the hidden curriculum and social emotional learning, which we need anyway. Mm -hmm. But see, now I'm so happy you brought up social emotional learning. I absolutely think SEL, SEL should be pushed in every school, right? It's the social emotional component. And one thing we know is that everybody right now is under some type of social or emotional attack, point blank period. But how do you take broken adults who are struggling with their own life issues, put them in a room full of maybe 32 kids with 32 different battles, 32 different demons, 32 different everything, and pretty much tell them, hey, hold off on anything you got going on because for the next eight to nine hours, five days a week, and let's be real, you're going to work seven days a week, your focus has to be on about 90 to 100 kids. So then it's like, 
You got to make those PDs more effective before school starts. We have to be able to pour into our people that we're asking to right. be the leaders. That's why, like, um, with a component, and I'm sorry, I do talk a lot. This is the last thing I'm saying. A component of my job, I do partnerships. And so every time I partner with the company, I always tell them, you got to be willing to do more than just for our kids. Because it's our staff that's really keeping this building going. So if you're only here for the kids, that's cool. But um, you you got to partner with somebody else that's going to be able to bring some more to us. Because our staff is, excuse my language, but like shots and shit. Rightfully so. They burnt out. Extremely burnt out. Yeah. yeah. It's only September. It's only <laughs> I said last week was a four-day week, and it felt like 40 days. I could not, and you know, te- te- uh, wait, hold on. Technically, the world is spinning faster now yes. than it's ever right, been spinning right. before. And backwards. And, and backwards, right? And it's almost like you can feel it. No, you, you can't. Know you, that can. it's you definitely can't. A lot of things in your life is making the fact that you're Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and it's all in Florida, too, man. Fuck Florida, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's always No false things. It's always Florida. All right. Okay. We're gonna get into the main course. The main course will be black women. We love you. We love y'all. We love y'all. Like you said. Let's just get all that. She said So So the first question would be black women, what do you admire? And appreciate most about a black man. Ooh. And black men, same for you. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ladies first. Come on, you know what? The thing that I admire most about black men is, I think, also the same thing that I hate most about black men. Well, oh, but I know. But I love that they're fighters. Like, I love that, mm-hmm. like. Huh? Go get it by any means necessary. Like, I love that. I love mm-hmm. the resilience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's what do I admire most? Mm-hmm. First of all, let's talk about the skin. Ooh, okay. That's a given, right? Yeah. I like I like to see what I see in the mirror. You know, I like the skin and that's the first thing, but it's the resilience. Oh, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The resilience for me. Just the sprinkle, right? And I'm speaking from the love that I have for my father, my brothers, my best friend, my man. Um, just I, I love the fact that I admire that in a world that is so against you. I'm talking about every move you make, strategically calculating how to tear you all down, y'all still show up. And I think that to me is just going to always be top tier, like showing up. I don't care if you show up at one, you showed up and that's enough. Wow, that that would be my sprinkle. The impact. The impact. Well, mine would be um, just the fact that it could be a bad thing and a good thing, depending on the scenario. That um, they all have that I don't even know the word for it, but it's like 
you know, we've all been through stuff, but, you know, in, um, in all generations, one thing always shows, and that's the fact that we've all been through stuff. Even when you're little, you know, you know, a black kid goes through the same thing that a black man goes through. But it's the fact that all of us have that strength as being black, as black women and men, we all have that because we all came from the same thing. I, w- I wouldn't like, you know, differentiate the other people, but it's like we as black women and men have this power to us that it's like no one else has. And that comes with the resilience with us too because it's like no one else has been through that. Unspoken connection. Right. It's, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like we all have it. We all have that power. Naturally. Naturally. Naturally like, I see you. We don't have to. Exactly. We don't have to. But do, do y'all think, but don't y'all think other cultures feel that as well? Like, you know, like Asians, they feel that within each other. That's why they're. But I don't feel like anybody's been broken down like that. That is yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a difference. I wish I knew the word for you, so I could, so you could be like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. No, I get what you're saying. No, I, I know the connection you're talking it's about. It's like everyone has it. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone has it. Exhale. Okay. It's like we all have it. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. It's there. Yeah, 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 definitely. I just said, I don't know the connection. I would think for me, for like, for my black women, what I love about y'all the best is the accountability because y'all gonna tell us about ourselves <laughs> straight up and y'all gonna, y'all gonna be honest and it's all gonna be and you know we don't see it at first mm-hmm. and we won't really tell you this shit but we really right. appreciate y'all right. Right? and y'all be right what? y'all be right y'all always right most of the time that needs um, to be the thumbnail video so, right there <laughs> that's the thumbnail part needs right to be what y'all that, that, um, that's um, part yeah, something that and teamwork like you know it's all about like I, I don't know the statistics I don't know the numbers off the heart but like they say like you know if you want to be successful like you know like they say get married right you know a, a woman in your life especially a black woman will help you out more than just being single or whatever like that like and teamwork is real man so teamwork and accountability that's what I love about y'all yes. keep it going come on come on <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll keep that going. Uh, black women are the cheat code. Cool. Okay. So for me, I mean, I came from a black woman for one, so I already have to admire and respect you off the strength for that. Um, and then to Mike's point, accountability and just the faith, the undying faith you have in, yes. in us, man. Like I've, I mean, I've been through some trials in my life and it was always a black woman that was there to give me the motivation, to give me the support to actual resources and tools to get through that. And it always comes back down to a black woman being that one that helped me find that bridge across. Um, so I just, I'm just full of gratefulness to have been you know, birthed into uh, a race and a culture where we do have shared tra- traumatic experiences, but it's in those shared traumatic experiences that actually brings you together a lot more. Um, because y'all are going through the trenches together to your point of view. Like, mm-hmm. because we know what slavery did to us, we know what Jim Crow did to us, we know what crack did to us, we know what, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The ways in which, you know, you know, we've been objectified and vilified and all of that. We had each other. We had the same home and projects to go back to with the same brothers and sisters and nieces and knots and all that. We, so in turn, you learn about 
about yourself and also understanding that we all we got. Mm-hmm. And it's always been that black woman for me to remind me of not only that, but also that, that again, that undying faith is, is relentless and second to none. I can see the people writing part two already. <laughs> I can already see it. Because it's probably going to be enough time. Yeah, no, I'm going to tap in real quick. I'm going to keep it simple, though. I'm probably going to steal what you're about to say. Because I think we wrote this in our questions in the beginning mm. when we launched. But we, I think we both said the essence the essence of a woman. So to sum up what Mike said, what uh, Jalen said, is just the totality of who you guys are, how you show up, your support, just uh, everything about you, the way you breathe, shower, <laughs> walk, smell, look. Keep going. 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 Because you really break it down to what a man stands for, what we strive for, is for the woman at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, all everything we do yeah, is for, for the woman. woman. You think, do you think it's we for want... our legacy. It always yeah. comes back to, okay, well, who oh, helps push, push the Ooh. legacy? Do right. so you think we really want a six-bedroom house? First off. But this is the thing, though. Your legacy <laughs> comes from a woman, too. Absolutely. You want yeah, children. Exactly. Yes. You can't yeah. have children without a woman. That's facts. Yeah. But that's why it is also so very important. To dig into whoever you're sowing into so you can create a legacy and not, you know, but it's your time to keep telling it. (laughs) 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 What I admire most about black women is how they create peace. Uh, There have been uh, many battles uh, that I've personally experienced where I've lost the job, or I didn't get the grades, or I failed the test, or I'm in at odds with my parents, or I just lost my best friend, or something really embarrassing happens, and I, I can't really speak on it, and no matter whatever that adversity was that was happening outside of the home, she made me feel safe. And she had a way of pouring into me you know, with the positivity and it's like, nah, you just keep on, you know, even, even when I, you know, certain times, certain instances where I may doubt myself, you know, it'll be a black woman that's there, whether it's my grandmother, my mother, a woman that's in my life and she'll say, hey, come on, baby, keep on. And it's like, it's something about, it's something about the way a black woman has this ability to hug and kiss you and love on you. And when a woman is loving on you, it's just different. It's a it's a it's an entirely different type of motivation that really gives you that drive to keep going. So when I think about you know my experience and, and what I what I appreciate, I just I appreciate that tenacity and the fact that she could have quit on me a lot of times. Mm-hmm. My mom, my grandma, my woman, she could have quit on me when I did this and I did this. And she never gave up on me. And I think that that's what I really admire most about black women. Because when they locked in, 
when they locked in, it's Ooh. I don't I don't care what nobody say about anybody else. When a black woman is in love with you and she locked in on you, that's it. It's she will go to war. Yeah. She will yeah. go to war to create for real, for real, to to create that peace. You know? So yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's uh I ain't gonna ask the second question because that's obvious. <laughs> so we just gonna move on to the quick fire questions. Yeah. Alright. It's just very simplified answers. No rants, no side conversations. <laughs> so the first question would be Do looks matters and on a scale of one to ten how much? Yes, of course they matter. <laughs> course. You gotta be honest. Yeah. You gotta be honest. Honesty yeah. on the table. Okay, honesty on the table. No, now. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. What does well, that mean? Of don't course. Go into it. Okay. 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 Scale one to ten. Scale one to ten. ten. You can't say seven. Eight. Why you can't say seven? You can't say seven. That's at, you can't say seven. Six point nine. Yeah, eight, eight and a half. Yeah, Tamika, we're going to push a nine. Push a nine. Level of importance. Level of importance. I mean, I mean, I see you with my eyes first, so mm-hmm. of course exactly. it's important, but let's say about six, seven, because yeah. I'm not falling in love with your looks. All right, I'm going with eight. Right. That's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need it. I just need you to do it for me. Look. You know, it's, it's all ties in though. Like. Yeah, but it's not a ties in. I like, I like, I like to, you know, I like to look at some. But I done dated some top tier looking niggas and been like, oh my god. Yes. You don't. Never mind. <laughs> we just, we just talking about looks. That's my looks. Not yeah. 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 looks. But that's why he can't But you saying, where does it matter? Like, yeah, on this scale. That's why it's somewhere in that six. That's yeah. Somebody that they don't find attractive. Right. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. But you saying a skin out of ten, but then you like, damn, she can't even read. Five, right? <laughs> we really said, we really said, 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 said,
next one. Okay. All right. Do you believe in love at first sight? Yes. Hell yes. no. Mm-hmm. Yes. My brain, we be in love yes. on trust. I've been creating a scenario. Exactly. We be in love Can we can we get like a better definition at first sight? Like, oh my god, my first time seeing you, or like maybe my first time hanging out with you, and it's like, yeah, I love you, like. He's at first sight. Like, right. Right. <laughs> I know what I'm in no, love. No, I don't know about the first sight. First of all, it's lust. Love is a strong word. Strong at lust. Listen, yeah. once I see somebody, I already know how far it's going to go, where it's going to go, what I want out this person. Oh, but what if they're trash? I I, you see them and you like, oh my God, yes, da, da, da. And then first date, you're like. But I, I usually don't have that discernment. I have good discernment. Okay, well, I'm kind of like that too. I'm going with Cal. It's like, I'm telling me, so you telling me a dude, so if you, if you hang out with a dude for the first time, and it, what if he's amazing, you would know that just off the first side of him? Well, this is Atlanta, and everybody, every day is Halloween. Everybody got a mask on every day. That's why why you have to be so tapped in that you you feel it. You already know. Your Mm -hmm. intuition will literally tell you the first time your body, listen to your body. Next time you go to see somebody, listen to your gut, how you feel in your stomach. You know that times you have to use the restroom when you got to go see somebody? That tells you they're not the one. Yes, but no. Because mm. I feel Butterflies like... Butterflies and gut issues is different. Yeah. No. But you know what? I can, I'm going to back you up on that. It happened for me one time in life. I'm going to back you up on that. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's something, it just feels different. It like, feels different. Someone, and it's just like, this is different. And something about this, granted, we're not together. Right. But... And that first immediate interaction is like, oh my god, this it feels is right. It love, feels it feels right. The, it has to be the love. first hangout. The first hangout. But you gotta think, love. Can I add like love? It's so much different. Yeah, it doesn't every doesn't every new situation shit absolutely feel that I, way I, for I the know, most not, part. You yeah. like, man, I can't wait to, to the next time I get nope. to hang out. And nah, I, I, so mm-hmm. there's like, so you know? so Mackenzie. It was at like the first, time, the first time. I know I believe that, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know if Mike does that. No, no, I know who Kenzie is, but but me and my And Mackenzie was watching. Yeah, hey Mackenzie. First time we hung out, like the first time we hung out, I'm talking about like an hour in, I was like, bro, I love this girl. Like, I was in, I was in. But wait, the first time you first hour. Y'all not with them? Y'all not with them? That's a great question. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Sight is like nah, like I don't. That don't make sense to me. Just if I look at you and it's like, if y'all are not with that person, y'all are married to, and it wasn't love at first sight, then that proves my point. No, not necessarily because people relationships end for a lot of different reasons. Hmm. People, I never relationships that end. Journey, you can still you can still love them and walk away. You can still love them True. and decide to choose yourself. Yeah, different love. But love, at, yeah. but love at first sight is a lot of energy to kick out, and for me. For me to say, yo, I'm looking at this person, it's like, yo, yo sure, I'm, I'm about you don't to have just... to marry every love you have, though. Yeah, absolutely. True, but saying love at first sight, it means that much to me Dude. in that way to lead to, like, marriage. Because if, if I see you and I'm thinking, yo, it feels like this and all it takes is this, But that's this, like this. an ultimatum, though. That's, that's mm-hmm. you. So let me ask you this. But, thing. So, I'm going to be in your business a little bit, but are you married? No. Have you ever been in love? So does that mean yeah. that everybody that you dated up I'm to this point? I'm currently in love for someone. Okay. So to me, that that's like a discrepancy because it's like, if I love you, that means I have to marry you. But there have been people that you've loved in the past that you haven't no, married. No, I'm just saying about when y'all say love at first sight, it, it, it means a, a lot. Like you said, Aaliyah, to, to my point, it's my, you know, yeah. my feelings is like, yo, if I'm love, at first sight, first right. encounter, first hour, that means like, that's it for me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going all in. But you I get I know to Tamika's point. There, you know, there are a lot of you know beautiful, you know, but dim witted folks out there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not easily I'm not easily swayed at love at first sight. You could be very attractive. We could have shared. Did you guys look up the definition of love at first sight? Because maybe it's not meaning like you're literally like. It may be like, oh. I mean, there's levels of love, it. though. It, love it, it, love. That's what I said, too. I was like, you could be a love person, and it don't have to be like, I'm deeply, I'm going to die for you. It does not right. have to be that. I, I agree. It well, it could be just like to what you were saying last season, Port, about attraction confirmation. Attraction yeah. confirmation yeah. can be high enough to where it's like, okay, I want to see where this goes. But love at first sight is just a, it's, it's such a high thing to me that I wouldn't mm-hmm. say love at first sight is a phrase. I'd yeah. rather say someone who's, you know, Captivating enough to, you know, more <laughs> perception of love. Yeah, and, yeah, and I, I think sometimes you can just feel compelled. Like the women that I have been in long term relationships with, I saw them, and, and I you knew. knew, you knew, you knew. I, I like it was, it was nothing that was going to stop me from getting them. From and I can't, I can't really, I really can't explain that because when I was playing I, it back, I got a list. Though. Yeah, I'm telling you, I got a list. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe it as love. First yeah, I, 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 just, I, just, I just know that I was, yeah, I was compelled thing. Okay. to move like yeah. immediately. It was like, like, oh, bro, I can't let her. Uh-huh. Yeah, nah. I'm on her yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. What's up? Hey, yeah. breakfast yeah. stuff? Yeah. Breakfast? Yeah. 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 Breakfast at breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, we was in college, yeah. Chick-fil-A. The chicken mini bus ball. chicken mini bus Would you marry outside of your race? No. 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 You know what? Nah. No. I don't want to. That's my reason. That's my exact reason. What was that? Because the pause, and I, you know what? I've heard someone else say this, so I don't know, but y'all tell me what you feel about it. But I feel like when black women say I'm going to marry outside of my race, it's like a last resort type of ordeal. I've gone through so many black men who put me through so much hurt and doing all this other stuff. I have no choice but to like go and date like a white man or whatever the case may be. But on the flip side of that, though, it's like you can't help who you. I'm going to say this with caution, but you can't help who you fall in love with. You know what I mean? And if like for some of us, like that is our community like you know i remember going to like all white high school so it's like if i'm there and these are people oh, that i'm interacting with and it's like oh that's you know what I mean? that's but to, to go on your point I, I used to have that same argument with a lot of women they would be like when it comes to like the black athlete like oh they just marry a white woman this this and that i'm like well that's what they are i'm like but think about it like when they were in high school they went to a all white pro you know mm-hmm. fucking Catholic school or something right, like that. Yeah. Then they went to Kentucky or yeah. or yeah. UGA Alabama. or Alabama, yeah. Yeah. and you're mad that they're you know what I'm saying like it's, I think a lot of it has to do with like just yeah. who, you're you're, who you're around every day. Like what you know what you're attracted to. Like I mean not attracted to as far as like physically it looks, but like you know like the music you listen to or the type you know. Mm-hmm. 
It's still raw info. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like that idea of having to educate somebody first before oh, you can like, it's, it's like I have to tell you, and our lens is different. Like it, it doesn't matter how much like new or whatever. They you, are. Yeah, it's like our lenses are different. So you're not gonna see my perspective in the same way that I'm gonna see like this black experience. You're not gonna be able to like really, so like, you can understand you can be an ally, you can do all these different things, but you, you're not gonna get my blackness. So That's when I have right. to explain yeah. like. I even question ally. I see that yeah. in my home because my mother is Italian. <laughs> my dad is black so it was like well my mom grew up rough too but mm -hmm. still like she can win battles that we never could win mm -hmm. by the just the schedule just yeah yeah so it's like yeah. and it's to nobody it's not like it's your fault it's yeah. just your experience like right. we, just, we just don't have that same experience I have like, a, I have for me the only tutelage that i would be under <laughs> would be a black man there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She was waiting on that. She was waiting on that. Being a veteran, like being in the military for all these years, like, does that change your opinion of, like, I guess just from, like, seeing other races or being around in other countries and stuff like that, like, would it change your opinion? I don't knock anybody, but I'm not going to be with nobody who don't look like I'm, 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 I have three black boys that I'm raising and a black daughter. I got to make sure my husband is able to, you know what I'm saying? We, we, the legacy is here. And like, you know, us black women, we are very opinionated. So who's going to be able to deal with that? For real, for real. And then to be like, my order's wrong. Who's going to be the next person? Okay. Need that. You need y'all black women. Because I be like, baby, you the back. Okay. <laughs> you look at the order like, no, nah. right. you know, you know, you know, you know, the condiments you are You turn it around. Right. Right. No, you turn around. about to do that. Man, nah, nah, turn the car around. I'm about to go do this. All right. Can I please get my steak right? Right. And we gonna do that for y'all. He ordered medium. Yeah. And it's not medium. Right. We love y'all black women. And so like, I, you know, I appreciate anybody who loves, but love for my household will stay black. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. We can move on on that one right there. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. So, next question: Do you care if your parents accept and love your partner? Yes. Absolutely, I do. Yeah, I do I'm not. Too, I don't care to. I don't care to the extent of like I'm not going to marry them if they don't like yeah. them. But I, I care. I care because I want a relationship to be established. Because right. at the end of the day. That's my folks, and this is my partner. Right. But I don't. I'm not like, oh, I'm, man, what? <laughs> who gonna be next to me? No, that's all. Right. Like, no. My dad, bro. My dad told me straight up one time, like, I, this is when I was like, horrible, like, bad in school all the time. He said, hey, bro, listen, I don't care. Like, I love you, son, but that woman up there is the only person you know what I'm saying that's gonna ride with me forever. Like, so, <laughs> cheat number one, you number two. If you cause stress on her, you gotta go. Like. <laughs> Okay. I was just like, damn, alright, watch that. Like, so nah, I don't care. Yeah, no, I think I, I think I I distinguish my opinion on that because I think the purpose is to honor my parents. So to not create an environment to where somebody is disrespectful, but to necessarily care about their opinion over the person that I'm with, no. Yeah, I, yeah. I, as long as I have no long as respect, as long as respect is established. Y'all don't have to be, you know, Yeah, and and a lot of, a lot of times it's for example, right? I, I grew I grew up in, I grew up in a household situation where I've experienced and saw my mother date different guys. These guys I didn't see necessarily the future in those particular individuals, but my mom did, and that was her choice. Mm -hmm. 
And so even though there's a difference because I didn't agree, she went forth with her choice because she felt like that was best for that particular moment, season, lifetime, whatever. So I'm going to respect her choice. And at the same, I want that reciprocity because you did your life this way and trust my decision making as well. So I think sometimes with sometimes in that parent son, uh, parent daughter dynamic, it's not a lot of reciprocity into trusting the other's decision making mm. because of like you're older and you're the parent. And it's like, no, like I trusted you when you were with such and such. Trust me the same. I right. love you still. Right. No, that's how I am. Yeah. Um, I care because um, throughout my whole life, my mom has always been able to pick who she accepts. She's not disrespectful. My mom's not going to run anyone away, but um, she's always been right. She, she could tell, okay, that person genuinely respects you because he looks me in my eye. If someone is um, guilty, has a guilty conscience because they're doing you wrong, they would not be able to look your parent in the eye. And that's just one of the small things that she could pick out. Um, so I actually care because she's able to have that genuine, you know, protection over me. And it could be someone who's been through a lot. She's not going to judge you off what you wear, how you speak, all that. She's going to judge you of how you treat yourself and me. Question on that. Mm-hmm. So, my ladies, do you guys tell, like, I know some people are like, oh, my mom's my best friend, and I tell her everything, right? So, do you ever tell your mom, like, let's say, like, if you're, like, with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And, you you know, like, you're venting to your mom about problems going on mm-hmm. in a relationship and this, mm-hmm. this, and that. Just like anything, if you vent to your friends or whatever, mm-hmm. they might have a disdain for that person because of, you know, you're my coming to them. My mom tell me what's right. Okay. Yeah. So. If I'm in the wrong, she'll tell me. And if they're wrong, she'll tell me. Okay. What do you think that do you think that the parents should just third parties in general, you know, whether because for some it's social media, for some it's their parents, for some it's their girlfriends or their guy friends. How involved do you think third parties should be in your relationship? I think you should keep family business, family business. I agree with that to an extent because it's like, you know, like unless they're like abusing you, like that's different. Like say something. Yeah. I feel like, uh, yes, but you still have to have an outlet. So you could deal with all this at home, but I mean, even if you want to put it in a scenario, you don't have to say names. Like, tell me if this is wrong or right. So say if Johnny da 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 da, and you know you can make names. I, just I, the, I, just I, I, I don't disagree, so, like, but people know, know you know who you're talking about. They don't know. Like, they don't have to know. But so like, I'm telling you, for example, like I'm I like have issues with my man or whatever, and I'm telling you. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna forgive my man. You still gonna remember every negative thing that I told you about this person. You be side eye. That's right. That's very real. That's what I'm talking about. That's kind of like what I was going to say something. Your initial question was how much like value does the third party have, right? right? Yeah. So I feel like you have to take into consideration what you share. Mm-hmm. If I only share negative mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. then I have to be mindful because your feedback on my relationship will only be based off of the negativity. Mm-hmm. And if I feel as though I have done a good job of sharing enough and you've been around and maybe you even have a relationship with my partner exactly. and then you can kind of balance out like, okay, listen, Nick. 
you know how sometimes da da da, and you know how he da da da. You have to be able to bring me reasoning. Right. That's anybody exactly. in my life. Right. Friends, well, I don't really have any friends, but you know what I'm saying? Like anybody who wants <laughs> right. to be in my life, you can't just be too much of anything. You can't be too much of a yes person, yeah. and you can't always shoot down everything I got right. going on. Right. Because then I'm, I'm looking at but you that's, crazy. That's, that's also like a self, you know, you know, awareness thing as well, because it's like, you have to be able to share just enough where mm-hmm. someone can't rule one party over another. Like, it has to be... Every situation is a two-point oh, yeah. thing. That's, that's you how can't it's... say, oh, them, 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 mm-hmm. because it may have, have been how you reacted. Right. And it has to be somebody who has enough respect for both of you Exactly. All. There is no way in the world I could share anything about my significant other to someone who does not have... First of all, I'm going to be super honest with you all. Going back to the parent situation, you yourself have to be happy, healed, and whole. If you're not happy, healed, and whole, I do not want to talk to you about anything. Not my relationship, not my business, not anything. Because I can't trust that you are in a space where you can give me something that's going to be sustainable across the board exactly. right if you're broken like and hurt then you're only kind of speaking from a broken, broken and hurt perspective yes. it doesn't mean that you're trying to you know put salt on me or down me you can only just speak from what you know so going back to the the question of does it matter if your parents um accept who you are my mother is a real life nigerian queen i have a old mom so she is very spiritual. She is very, very much like your mom. Um, my mother lives in Nigeria, so her discernment is out of pocket. There have been times when my mother has called me from Nigeria and been like, I don't know what's going on. But a couple right before school started, I thought I was coming back with my own position, my regular position, and I had some stuff going on in my relationship. Nothing bad, but my mom was like, um, I want you to just stop talking about how you feel to everybody. It's gonna be hard, but just stop talking. If there's anything that's too heavy on you, write it down or pray, but stop telling people what's going on. And now mind you, this is like July, and sometimes like my sisters and I, we joke about my mom, we'll be like, oh, here she go with that shit. But every single time we turn right. around, it's, we get goosebumps, because it's like, <laughs> oh my God, this is what she was talking about. But my mom said the realest thing one time, when my, my father got arrested before they deported him, so we watched my mother be single for 15 years. I never saw a man come to our home. I never even remember a man calling the phone for my mom. And so when we got a little bit older, my mom never gave us relationship advice. And we used to kind of feel like, oh, there she goes, being like that Nigerian mom or whatever, whatever. But um, after she did a lot of healing, she came back and she was like, what could I have told you all? There was nothing. I knew nothing to even share with you. And so for me, that's when I knew I could trust my mom. She's not going to say something because it sounds good. She's only going to speak when she really knows what she's speaking on. Right. And I think some people don't have parents like that. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So let's just be real. If you got a ghetto ass mom or and she's all over the place or she like, buddy niggas there, all I need a nigga to do is pay my bills or whatever, whatever. I don't care. I honestly probably don't want a relationship with your mom. Because we're gonna be two completely different types of women that she's not gonna like me because I might have to little girl your mom. Like what? Would you be good with your partner if they don't like your mom? 
Not if I don't like your mother, you will never know. Yeah. I'm never, I'm, I'm, what? I'm still going to be the one like, babe, did we get the Mother's Day gift? Okay, don't forget, exactly. we got to tell you. No, I mean, no, no, I mean, no. you will always be, res- there's always right. respect. Like, but you're not going to walk in and but, see but, and yeah. talk to your mom like, Correct. girl, yeah, no, he just came home. You're not going to see that, but I'm never going to say anything. Did y'all care? What was the question? If, you're, if your partner didn't, like you and your mom and your partner did. You know? I mean, as long as it's on the level, of, I don't know. Yeah. Most keep it respectful. Everything comes down to communication. In the communication. My mother in law, I have no issues with her. I love her. But if she does say something I don't like, I will say something to my husband because that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. Now, if one thing about it, he may not like some things my family members do and he'll say something to me. That's my job to check both sides. Yeah. Right. We're not going to intertwine because ain't nobody, ain't nobody right. doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to cry in the car. Yeah. I'm real big on, I don't play about my mom, so I'm not even going to sleep play about your mom. Right. Because I might have to, yeah, I don't play about my mom. So let's just, let's just do what we got to do for everybody to be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Next question. I'm going to skip one. Into it. Do you believe in sex before or after marriage? If before, <laughs> how long before you have sex? This could say you can't buy, you wouldn't buy a car off the lot. Just make sure it reverse when you put it in reverse, and then yeah, I, 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 I knew you was gonna do that. Y'all, I just <laughs> made a video like that. It was like. Before I get a car, I turn the music up. Right. Make sure you got yeah. no face. You ain't listen. Make sure ain't nothing knocking. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, everything. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going with you guys. Believe in sex before me. <laughs> 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 that was such an indirect. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yes. I felt it though. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. now you not just out here like <laughs> everybody like no. But I mean, come on. And you yeah. can't put a time stamp on anything. That part. Exactly. Yeah. Because okay. I know when I see a man that I want, I want him. Yeah. yeah. And she already said she knows yeah. point period, everything. Literally. So, when I see a man that I want, as you please. Yeah. Okay. So if, I, if I'm if i not like already like, I want to take care of you. Mm-hmm. I want to cater to you. <laughs> I, then not, it's not, it's not going to be anything. Wow. Yeah. So I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. How important is sex in a relationship? Ten. Oh, ten. oh wow. She's a Scorpio. Oh, for wow. real. Yeah. Wow. No, that was no hesitation. Yeah, yes. We're Scorpio. not playing. And <laughs> I'm not playing. You concur? No. You don't concur? I don't. Me neither. Okay, so where are we at? What numbers? I've been with somebody for 13 years, so at this point, our it's, legacy is the most important thing yeah. above everything. I'm big. So, okay, well, go ahead. How important is sex to you on scale of one to I mean, I can't really say because we get it when we need it. Yeah, I'm with you. Say, I can't I'm say. not really like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, because I really cut you off. No, okay. Yeah. I can't really give a number to it because I think that sometimes what happens is people use sex to mask other things. Mm-hmm. And so, thank God my relationship now is healthy. So, with this relationship, I mean, however you got it, whatever you need, then you're going to get that. But I know in past relationships... Say, for instance, communication was trash. So it's really something we need to talk about. But now you trying to skip past talking and you just trying to one, two, thinking that after you one, two, I'm going to be over it. Because now I'm a one, two and I'm still going to be like, 
what I was saying earlier was, right. and then it's gonna start to feel like, you know, or I'm um, holding it as a weapon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, see, um, that's, yeah. I don't want to that, 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 that is something that happens. Like, but it comes with have, age as you as yeah, you mature. But you I feel start like I will always that. want to have spice. I mean, so like, yes, we can extreme. We have we can go meditate. We can talk. We do this. We can do that. And we still gotta be kinky. Like I mean, no, I don't think what we're saying takes away from I think I maybe I speak for both of us when I say like my nigga is everything. So he gonna trust me gonna every single it. time right. we could go. Right. And then when you perfect being with a person, you know how to go, you know, like when to go. And exactly. now we can jump right back to it. So it's not about like So what if what if like he everything else was good but he just didn't the sex wasn't good? See, I don't know if everything else no. You think everything would be good if the sex was good? Exactly. So sex is important. Yeah, sex is very important. That's, that's what you guys are coming from. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's not a ten, right? Like it could be a again my, my favorite number. It could be back to that seven, right? right? Because again, I'm not fucking you all day, right. all twenty four seven. I need all it's the other things. It's just saying like when you do have sex, is like is this something that's important to you? Like do you want a partner that's well? See, y'all are too sad in a lot of these questions. It's like where you ask the question and answer, but then it's like a it's like really indicative of like all of our different perspectives here mm-hmm. because we're not coming from the same angles like when I say it's a 10 to me like connectivity is important right. See, like the, gonna, like the romantic relationship that's that's nuclear. Nuclear. Right. I've had to you know press a lot through that Sure. Yeah. 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 And it's like for me, if I'm in a relationship and we're talking family, we're talking longevity, we're talking legacy, it's me and my man first. We're at the top of this and then it's our children. We pour into each other. And for a lot of people, sex is how we pour into each other. Right. And so it's yeah. like if you are not pouring into each other and connecting on that level, then it's like, how are you able to give to your children? How are you able to give to your family? How are you able to be what you need to be at work or for whatever other obligations that you have? You have to but connect. Assuming that that would come from sex? Well, sex to me is the connectivity. That's okay. how we. That's how we connect to people. Okay. That's how we yeah. intertwine. Yeah. That's how we do that. What's your love language? Huh? My love language is gifts. So I'm. Hey, hey, hey! 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 So um, it's, it's it's a big thing for me because like with my partner, it's just like I need to have that. Like if I, if, I, if we're off, I can feel it through sex though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Sex well, is a form. Sex is a form of like expression for yeah, me. It's a form of self expression for me. Like I I just had a conversation with the fellows about that. Like how for me as a man, black man, it's always been looked at like. Okay, of course you want to have sex. Like it's either been objectified or vilified, and it took a long time for me to accept the fact that mm. I love sex and that sex is my way of expressing my love to you. There's a myriad of different ways I express that in my relationship, but sex is definitely like yeah. top three for me. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. so I'll take sex and I'll say intimacy. intimacy. Yeah, I was, just, I was going to go intimacy. Like that's exactly yeah. 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 and my intimacy can come. In a lot of different ways. So, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. definitely. Yeah. And plus, it doesn't have to be every day, but it's definitely going to be of quality when it happens. Yeah. And see, for me, yeah. some type of intimacy yeah. has to occur yeah. every single every day. day. Every yeah. day. Oh, right? Yeah. So, that's right. Yeah. Like, it doesn't so have to be sex, yeah. Yeah. but you know what I'm saying? If I'm getting dressed, do a little, you know, it's something. Right. 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 Let me get ready. 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 Let me get 
being younger, but act like you're going to like right. You know, I'm like, are we cooking? Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's 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 me. My, my, my knows, I don't let my foot off the, the gas when it comes to that. Yeah. You know, gotta let a woman know, especially your woman know that For sure. she is your one and, and mm-hmm. she is beautiful. She is regal. She is remarkable. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be just in a, in a uh, sexual way, but yeah. to the intimacy part. It right. leads to that connectivity that you're, you're seeking that reinforces the relationship as yes. to why you got it in the first place. Right. 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 Yes. So yes. you got to keep that going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that's that. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Damn. Okay. Well, she got <laughs> so let's move on. Let's get to the the real questions. Give just a little quick fire that wasn't quick. Uh, what you did? It was fire though. Oh yeah, you did say fire. no explanation. Let y'all tap in. So y'all can really tap in this. Let's break down the dating situationship love world we live in currently. Is it healthy, harmful, or traumatizing? That's the first part. So let's break down the dating, the situationships, and the love where we currently live in. And is it healthy, harmful, or traumatizing? I'm gonna say and you can you can you can speak on like what you witnessed your experience. Yeah, I'm def- situationships I think are probably the excuse me, the stupidest thing you could ever find yourself in. People say things like, oh, I could hug somebody and not be connected. I could. That's crazy. If you can do that, that's crazy. But yeah, the idea of giving somebody your body, but being okay with nothing else is just so confusing. And I think it, it you play yourself out of what you're really worth. And that is why it becomes hurtful and traumatizing because then, right, because a lot of people like the situation shit. With, with people that are in relationships so then it becomes traumatizing because now you finally have something that could be yours or something that you really you want it to take off but now your mind is tricking you into feeling like no girl let's not do all of that we just fucking or you know he don't know what else he got going on instead of just maybe believing in like no this could be something good if you keep selling yourself short how will you ever really know I don't know. I just don't play those kind of games. I'm totally different. I think but you're a man. So I think situationships are a beautiful thing <laughs> as long as you establish communication. Yeah. Communication is everything. So, like for example, let's call it my military folks, right? You know, we have to deploy to certain locations, or we have to be in locations at a time, right? Maybe you might meet you might meet somebody that is like, you know what? Like, hey, I'm here for not. I'm not here forever. I'm leaving, but like. Since I'm here, I want to be exclusive with you for this moment. But we both know, so like, this is dating. This, you said exclusive. So well, I mean, dating. when I say it's okay, fine. You're right. I did say exclusive. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. I think it's. I think a situationship is like what you make. It's the situation that you're in. Like, so, hey, so in that you know, case, a situationship would be maybe she's living her life, but every time you pop up in that city, you yeah. expect them. Yeah, yeah so that's another thing too. So I, I. So for example, I, I've had that right where it's like you know what, like hey, you know, I talk to you. You know, we, you live in a different state. I live in this state, right? We we talk sometimes. Cool. When I come into town, yeah, like I'm I'm in town. Like that, keep them other niggas on the side. Like period. See, and then when you in town, hey, it, it's the same thing. Okay. And, and, and to me, it's not necessarily like it's just a respect thing. It's just what it's like. Hey, you're in town. I want to dedicate my time to you. I'm not talking like anybody else. I'm just putting them to the side. It depends on what type of woman you're dealing with. Because I've done situationships 
and I'm really, really a lover girl, and I noticed that I cannot do it. Agreed. Because I want to be with that person all the time. I want to cater to that you person. Have to I be lying. You, it's a lot. You, it's why communication. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 because you can communicate something. No, no, no. Okay. But, but, no. But, but it has to, but it has to be on the party where it's like, hey, look, you breached the contract. But that's what I said. That's like, the type of party. Hey, you two are invested. You might be dealing with a more loose woman, you know. But there's some women that can't handle that type of thing because she is so. Yeah. But it's so, up to. But it's up to. The, listen, fellas, we know that. We know when we we're dealing with the woman who's actually a lover girl, where it's like, okay, she really, really like. Like me just seeing her once a week but y'all don't or just once a month and huh? give her that choice. What do you mean? Y'all don't give women the choice. I don't know. Not necessarily. We, what we, what we, okay, so I, what we do, we don't we don't necessarily just be like, oh, so hey, no listen, you know, no, we give you the choice, but we like to reiterate it. Though. Maybe you guys. We we it, reiterate, we reiterate it. Like, hey, just to make sure. Let's just clarify here. Let's just clarify here. Let's just clarify. Yeah. What? The choice of what? Right. To leave or to stay. Some men will egg it on and know that you're a lover girl and try to sell you these dreams, right? That this mm-hmm. is going to be this. And they know mm-hmm. damn well that they will never commit to you. That is Ever. problematic. You're right. Ever. <laughs> but yeah, but, but that, that goes into lying then because now you're selling a dream. I'm talking about like, what if he just kept saying, like reiterating like, hey, just to make sure you, because some guys do that by hanging it on that's too. They're like, choice. hey, listen, like like, I, said, that's I know you really, choice. really love me, but like. But do you know how many women are pick me women? How many women feel like they would take a piece of a man versus no man? So there are a ton of women, I'm not going to say majority and none of that, but there are a ton of women who sign up for situationships knowing damn well that they do not want to be in situationships. They'll align with the, well, we communicate. He knows, I know, da 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 But the entire time, they are hurting themselves. I, I don't disagree. It comes back to, it's terrible. So, it, comes, it comes back to, you know, you tell me this is how your last relationship was, so I'm bringing this mask, this persona of this is what you're looking for, and I'm going to give you that. I know nothing about situationships. Clearly, I'm getting older. I have no idea what that really is. <laughs> <laughs> but from what I see, it's dating shit in a swim pool out here in the dating pool. Like, it's nothing out here because everybody wants to have their way. Everybody, no one wants to conform to what a partnership is. Most men love to play, you know, love to watch sports, your favorite team, but don't know how to be on a team. Hmm. You know, like, where where's the dynamic? Where Where is the intricacy of that part? Hmm. Like, of building something. You yeah. say one thing, but do another. You know what I'm saying? Like... You say you want hoes, but you can't afford one. Like, I don't okay. understand. <laughs> and how do you end up transitioning They want to be future, but forget the future's a trick. It's just... It's, just it's tricky. Like I, I mean, it's just... It's a lot in... <laughs> with, uh, with situationships and relationships, it just comes with growth. People got to be on the same page. Because everybody say keep it 100, but they only want it 75. Okay. Mm-hmm. If that. It, that's why it's hard being young in this generation because we it's like you don't want a relationship i personally do not want a boyfriend because i have so much stuff i need to focus on and right now i don't think i'm even prepared to give time to a guy because like i have stuff to do on my own i have more healing to do here and i'm not fully equipped to try to do chase my dreams and a man it's a lot i'm like i'm too young i'm 20 years old yeah, no, you I definitely can't. get to be there. Yeah, time. I was like, but listen, yeah. people try to force me into like being in a relationship. I'm like, 
No. No, you said the key word. I want to be yeah, happy to get some get to know. But then they, yeah. then they write at me like, oh, you need to have... You know what no, I mean? The only part that you just said was you have more healing and growing. Yeah, that's do. what I'm saying. And I was talking... Like, I know how to be like... No, I'm very... I'm a very sweet girl. I know how to care. I know how to care. I'm, that part is okay. Mm-hmm. But it's the timing thing. Like, yeah. I'm chasing something and it's not a man. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I and, can't. And that, that's how the right man will come to you. Right. Because the right man, like, I have a boyfriend, but he's nothing like a boy, right? right. He's right. he that is my partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, on our worst days, we show up like there's it's it's way different, right? Mm-hmm. But at twenty no. No one has that. Absolutely like, not. You don't know how to have that. Right? Yeah. 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 At 20, yeah. you're shit. So it's a lot of yeah, relationships. No. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I personally been but, but then, you know what? And not comparing you to high school girls, but I would say, much like I tell the younger girls, your dating habits now will form the way that you date in the future. Mm-hmm. So although you're 20 and although, you know, the dating, don't I can only imagine. Right. And still don't put yourself in any type of pattern that five to ten years from now you'll be like why am I doing this or why am I attracting or why am I da 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 and the reality will be well when you first started dating or when you started taking dating seriously you were doing you know all of these things mm-hmm. at once in the process of finding yourself in healing a situationship would be the absolute last thing you would want to do right. if anything if you were going to entertain somebody it would it could only be somebody who was ready to exclusively date you mm-hmm. because of the other things that you're working on. They're so sensitive and situationships and different energies and different disappointments and different everything else. It'll almost chip away instead of being like milestones and, and teaching lessons. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, at 20, I would do exactly what you're doing. Focus Heal myself on. and build myself up to where any man that comes your way with li- the number one thing that made me really give my man a chance is he was like, I was trying to do homework on how in the world am I going to approach this woman? I was so nervous. I was so this. And that three and a half years later, and he's still like, I don't know how to call your sister because I, you know, I, I just got to come correct. Yeah, thank you. But prior to that, and best friend knows, I dated a trash ass nigga. <laughs> and didn't even deserve to really stand beside me in my life. But... I wasn't in a space where I knew to be like, boy, bye. But you had to go through that to know what was right. Yes. Oh, yeah, you and got, I had you got a date healing right. process. Yeah, yeah, you got to date. Yeah. yeah, you have to explore. It's just so hard out here. Mm-hmm. You know, girls like, oh, you need to date this type of person. You can do this and that. I've, I've tried to do the whole, you know, dating or messing with somebody, you know, who is attractive, but to just to get this or just to have this. That shit don't work either. I can't do it. I like it goes back to when you said I'm like joking. I'm fighting myself. I get it myself. Yeah, I can't. I think think that's another thing. Like what situationships has done. I mean, this is the dynamic of our generation. Period. What what, what what what's happened to us? Right. It's 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 it's, for one. (laughs) It's you can't even talk on the phone with some women now because it's like they only respond to text or FaceTime, and then it's like. No, there's certain dynamic, there's certain dynamics when it comes to communication that was that was otherwise that was otherwise like formal informal that are now changed. There are other forms of image that you have to uphold that are different compared to back in the day. Because like you, it's like now you're more self conscious than ever. I, I would think in this dating world, we're more self conscious than ever. 
Am I in the right position? Am I in the right position financially? Am I in the right position fitness-wise? Am I in the right position fashion-wise? Am I in the right position whatever? Yeah. And then you have to ask, okay, does this person that I'm attracted to see that in me? And then also I have to see that in them. It's like, it's so, it's like, it's exhausting. under the microscope. It's in yeah. hyperspeed. Yeah. Social media, because of course you have to make, that's that's what I was to make your decisions quicker Ooh. too. You, you see, yeah. Like, Sometimes you, you I have to stay off social media. It's competition. Yeah. I would yeah. see yeah. a video and a girl would be like, a man don't want you, and da 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 and I'd be like, damn. And so you got a man. There's still so many people though that don't subscribe to this. There's still so many people that don't subscribe yeah. to this whole like, like first of all, and, and one thing, and it's gonna sound crazy, but child, I live with it. Half of this stuff that people talk about in Atlanta, I don't see that. Every, right, like right. the men that I meet, the women that I meet, I don't see that like mainstream, like city life, like mm-hmm. kind of yeah. like perspective. Yeah. And right. you know what's crazy? My sister is a, to me, I think she's like the epitome of a uh, Instagram girl, right? She lives in Houston, has this perfect life and doesn't have social media. Mm-hmm. So when I'm talking to her about certain things, she's just like, what? Like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, never mind. And I think it's the way she lives her life is so much like, it's crazy. And I'm like, this is literally from not having, she has no social media. Do y'all feel, when y'all ever take, I don't know if y'all do this, I do this a lot. I take a social media and cleanse. Absolutely. But during that cleanse, do you ever, like, isn't it harder to go back on social media? Don't you feel like you less feel interested like, every time you come yeah. back to where it's like, yeah. 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 That's where I am now. It's like, I'm not, I try so hard to be active on social media. I really do. Especially knowing that, like, the impact that it can have on like, your business, on just mm-hmm. keep maintaining relationships and all the other things. But it's just like, it's so draining. And yeah. it's so much like, people will put something out there and then you see everybody's like running with it. Like yeah. everybody, and it's like, people don't really subscribe to these mainstream kind of weird ideas. Right. There are so many people that are like, so beyond that, it's ridiculous. And those are the people that I strive to like, really keep in my yeah. corner that I really try yeah. to interact with on a regular basis because this yeah. stuff will taint your yeah. perspective. Yeah. And working with high schoolers has definitely made me hate social media more than Oh yes, yeah. definitely. Right? Like, I, I, I used to be a college counselor at a high school and it was, it was tough, man. It drives A lot of kids want to be rappers, they want to be influencers, and it's like, okay. What else? You haven't been paying attention to my financial literacy class at all, but you're coming to me saying that you want to make bread. And it's like, well, you haven't come to me and, been, and, and understand when I'm talking to you about being professional, being punctual, knowing how to exercise your... Um, your level of self-respect as a young gentleman yeah. becoming into this world, you not you don't want to hear that. Yeah. But you all you want is whatever you see that's on social media that's being propagated in your face that all you gotta do is this, this, and this, yeah. and you'll be it. And it's like reality like drastically. Yeah. I had a 14-year-old girl in class one day arguing with a boy, like, oh you a broke ass nigga, da 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 da. And I went straight, I, I went straight straight crazy on her because I'm like broke ass nigga where's like what what money do you expect for him to have and from where so then when we turn around and we see him on ATL scoop robbing somebody or doing something crazy because another broke ass girl then made this boy feel like what is your definition of broke this literally sounds like something you heard that's crazy because when I wasn't in high right I wasn't (laughs) I wasn't in high school that long ago but it was still different because that was the actual, I feel like high school was the actual time that you like realized real love. Because you don't expect none, nothing out of them, but oh, we're yeah. going to the game. Yeah. It's $8, yeah. and you pay for yourself, and you don't, oh, he got to pay for me. But see, there's you don't think like YouTubers that. being able to do these drastic like trips and, and, and gifts at 14, 15, and now they're thinking that's, that's why they end up wanting to become YouTubers. Yeah. Because and there's nothing wrong to aspire, but I think what the, the point, I think the overarching point we're all trying to get at is that 
whatever's there is another dimension yeah. and what we're currently living in and what we're currently we'll experiencing once we close our yeah. phones is reality right. so it's right. like you gotta be able to discern between both and we're it's not these kids gotta learn how to live in the too. present that's the whole yeah. point. Yes. We yeah. don't know yeah. how to live in the now. We in the that's past. Right. We in the future. Yeah. We not even here. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the whole point. Like, you'll go somewhere and all the kids at dinner. Everybody knows. Put your phones down. Ain't no TV. We right. interacting. We right. here. How was your day? What, yeah. what you got going on? Because that's the only time you really have. Mm -hmm. Other than that, them kids gone. They here, there. Everybody's in the right. phone. Yeah. You know? That's why yeah. I try to push balance though, because I am an influencer and I do make majority of my money off of the internet but I know how to post and go mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but like, these kids they're learning that that curve so now it's just like well he has Balenciaga so I'm supposed mm -hmm. to have and I think they fresh to death in high school now it ain't even that I'm like dang I'm like you remember like Oscar Red Carpet just didn't give me the number two bro like they just cut it all off like these kids are getting like that, you know. I'm telling y'all, looking at some of these kids, like, what in the world? What? First of all, but my biggest thing is, how are you this dripped down, but you know nothing? Right? No, no, So now I got people, whoever is even buying you this stuff, is not again showing up to the PTAs. You're so dripped down for prom, but you never even came to school. Like, yeah. You literally, what is going on? But then it's also, I think about like about like the parents of this generation. Come on, nigga. The what? You know what I'm saying? The what? Like the they're what? 35, they're 40, they're, they're like 45 maybe, and it's like they are also in Instagram culture. They're also, yeah, like the parents don't know anything. So how do you teach a child what to do and how to behave and, and well, how the parent, to become? The parent is the first teacher, so. Exactly. Yes. So how do you teach them when you have them? Which goes back to what I said, I want a boarding school. I want the ones with no family connections so I can really see right. what can I do for you because the battle is sending them back into the community. And that's why it's imperative, you know. Yeah. It's not all, It's not as likely, but it can be um, black love. You know, seeing that in the household to carry over, seeing the father, having that disciplinarian, having balance in the household to carry over. Because ain't no boy in my house walking around his pants hanging off. You know, it just starts in the household. And then it's, you know, and that comes back to, you know, I would never have to worry. My parents wouldn't have to worry about who I'm bringing home being respectful because it was already instilled. And it's the same thing with my kids. You already going to know. Because you raised by a black queen, you gonna go get you one nine times out of ten. But if you don't, I love, I still love you. You know what I'm saying? I'm still gonna be there for you no matter what. But I would just hope that, you know, whatever you do, you do it how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like just seeing black love and those type oh, of things. We're gonna, we gonna finish it off with. Oh, okay. We're about to finish it off with black love. Okay, okay. We're finish it off with black love. So the last question would be what does black love mean to you? Reciprocity. Mm -hmm. uh, for me personally, in terms of the situationships, I've, I've never been in a situationship. The women that have been in my life, I've looked at those women as this is a person I can align myself with and we can move toward whatever endeavor we have going on. And I've always poured into them, they poured into me. So it's it's always been this transparency and this. I, and so when I think about black love, I think it's a, it's a level of authenticity. It's transparent. It's real. It's unfiltered. And it's it's, it's, it, it's caring. It's caring. 
you know, because I'm, I'm taking into consideration how this particular action might have a certain impact on you and not just necessarily the immediate, because sometimes you're, you know, whoever has to make that decision, they have to make it and you may not understand it, but just similar to like a parent and a child, it might have long-term consequences later. Like, I know you really want this candy right now, but we kind of got to space this out over time. So pain may be a part of that. Right. And I think that that's something that's glossed over a lot mm -hmm. because we get into relationships and we think that every day you're supposed to be happy. Mm -hmm. Every day is going to be great. It's flowers, it's rose petals, and that's a part of the process. But sometimes we have to understand that as, as we are pouring into each other, that it takes time we have to pace ourselves and i think with the situationships and why i sort of avoid those is because i'm pacing myself and i understand that i'm still i'm still growing and i still got to become one and so i don't i don't want to i don't want to come to a person and i'm at a place of lack and not not necessarily from the financial is as it is as you know what can i truly teach you like how can i really speak some life into you to where we connecting on a on a on a different realm and all the social media you ain't even like when when I'm connected with a person, she ain't even thinking about social media. Ain't even ain't even crossed her mind. We on a whole nother world. We land, we on, I don't know what we doing. We might just be outside. <laughs> with, with, you know what I'm saying? Just in the I, I don't even know. But it's just like when you truly connect with a person, you're not even thinking about this stuff. And so I just think when I think of black love, I think of reciprocity. I think of pouring into the other person. I think of vulnerability and transparency. I think of you become like the air they breathe. Like, so I was like, man, listen, ooh, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you get this, like, you know what I mean? Like, when I be thinking, so it's like, ooh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot. It's a whole So that's how, that's how I, I look at that, like, man. So I'm, I'm just very, I'm very thankful, like, when I do encounter those women, and it, it may not work out for the long term, like, how we thought, you know, going back to the earlier point, but. The, the time that we spent together, we made each other better. Right. Like, I, I can I can honestly say, like, in each of the encounters, they're better and I'm better. Right. And we might not be together, but it's love. Oh, God, I can't go kill them. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's, that's important. So that's yeah. it. Yeah. I agree. I think, uh, like, like cohesive, just moving as a unit mm. with everything. You know what I'm saying? Partnership, and I, I definitely uh, I have to see God in it. Mm -hmm. And when I think Black Love, well, specifically, like, you know, my situation, I, I see a lot of God in it. Um, I see a lot of purpose-driven situations. And it's funny because my best friend asked earlier, like, I haven't been seeing you on the gram. Like, you ain't in the algorithm. You used to be dead at the top. And it's much because my partner, um, we are building a life. And so oftentimes when we're sharing space, my phone is nowhere to be found, mm -hmm. let alone like a recording. Or there's so many times where I'm like, I should have recorded this. And he'll be like, it wasn't meant to be recorded. Or, right, you know, right. just those moments where I'm like, people wouldn't even believe that right. we had a day like this. And he, of course, because he's him, he'll be like, it ain't even for them to believe. It's not for them to deny. And I'll <laughs> right, be like, right. you're right. But having that, um, that safe space, mm -hmm. that space where you are drawn back to what life used to be about before it just got so blurred and so crazy. It's like, you keep me grounded. And as crazy as it sounds, it's like I'm in the sky and on the ground at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I think it, that goes back to that balance. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, for me, it is 
It's two people that are pouring into themselves so that they can't pour into you. Yes. It's two people that are taking care of themselves, mentally taking care of themselves, physically, mm-hmm. spiritually, emotionally, doing all the things to make sure that they are whole and that they are happy so that they can then in turn pour into them or, you know, into their partner or whatever. Like, it's accountability. Mm-hmm. It's being able to be held accountable and to hold accountable. Yes. It is responsibility. It's just being dependable. It's being, it's integrity. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so much like, because it's such a give to and I'm going to piggyback off of what you said because to me, like perfection, like the perfect relationship is not the absence of problems. Right. It mm-hmm. is recovery. It's repair. It's, right. you know what I mean? it's, it's like, like it's how you get through them yeah. and how you come out on the other side of how you show up for each other. So, yeah. I'm it's a it. journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is so much of a journey. Yeah. I like what everybody else is saying. But I think black love is self-love. Black love is happiness within because that's where it starts. I can love my black man who brings me joy and vice versa, but my joy is already within, so he's just adding to it. You know what I'm saying? You're there to encompass and elevate my happiness and my joy and, and the same for you. So if I do that... When I used to be on a date and seeing many moons ago, baby, it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to the camera too. Right, right. Yeah, talk to the camera, baby. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So that had two questions. One had nothing. It's just like, do you like blue cheese? Because I don't do blue cheese, so that has nothing to do with it. The second question was, what was the last book you read? You know what I'm saying? And that was one of those things in my twenties that I was asking because, oh, I don't read. I'm about to run this checkup and I'm about to bounce. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. you don't read. It's not where you at. It's where you're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I need out of my black man. Yes. 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 What's yes. the last book, brother? Mine was um, The Secret. Oh, I love this. I'm in the process of reading Emotional Intelligence. Ooh, I By Daniel know. Goldman? Yes. I'm reading Principles. Great oh. value. I think we just reread. I introduced my Buddha, Who Moved Your Mom, Who Moved My Cheese. Mm. So we reread it together, and he's like, oh, my God. And now he's like, we need to get Peaks and Valleys. We need to get this and that. And, we need it. and I'm like, I see you. <laughs> Grit by Angela Duckworth. Oh. I'm going to ask you if you finish that already. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a lot of power. I don't know. I have two. I have two that I read. And one, uh, child. I'm reading Paul Secure right now. And... I'm reading Holy Secure, but I also I just finished Unfuck Your Intimacy. And mm. so it's mm. that's a nice title. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She has a couple. Um she has a couple Unfuck Your Intimacy, Unfuck Your Boundaries. So many they're not it's it's a mix between like C B C and like self help. Okay. Um, Who is the author? Um oh my god, I say her name all the time. Um I don't know. Let me come back to me. I'll give it I'll give it to you. But she has she has a great series. They're kind of like a mix between like CBT and self help. They're yeah. like therapy ish books, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna finish with you, Jay. What's up, bro? Oh, well, the book I'm reading, well, the book I just got done reading, I'm, I'm in school getting my PhD in sociology. So I'm always, I'm always, I'm always reading books. I have to read books and books and books. So trust me, I've read all these books y'all talk. In one way or another, I had to, to read Um, So what I do to I sort of take a mental break from reading all of that is like I read like African-American fiction mm-hmm. and I go back to like the Langston Hughes's, James Baldwin's. Mm-hmm. So I just finished, um, I just finished uh, Blue's Child Baby by George Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, great book, great story about um, a early twenties um, addict from Harlem. 
and it was in the 60s so it happened right after the riots and he's in he's a junkie and he used to play basketball and he had a lot of aspirations but a lot of the choices and a lot of the conflicts he's faced in his life led him to addiction like and he says towards the end of the book that you were a junkie before you picked up the needle you were right. an addict beforehand and it was just like <sighs> those are the kinds of books that really hit you in a different way because it's a story but it's also um, it was also autobiographical because the author wrote that book about his own life um, and he passed uh, oh, 10 years ago due to addiction so it's those things that he was like bro like it's crazy uh, but black love what does that mean to me hey baby how you doing <laughs> I was gonna give a shout out uh, oh man every day what I look forward to with her is a laugh we always laugh about something something goofy and it could be about anything and I just look forward to that because that's a that's like a key part of like being vulnerable with someone is being able to laugh and being able to share and like even the trials and you look back on the trials y'all been through in a relationship especially if you've been in a long term relationship you look back on some of the choices y'all made together you're just like I'm glad we made that baby yeah we made it and, and you laugh because you've learned so much and you're looking so forward to looking forward to living and loving while you live and knowing that love is an active instrument and it's not just something you say it's not just something you put on the table and, and give to someone else like no it's an active instrument that needs to be used and manifested in and black love is encompassing everything you all talked about, so I'm not going to reiterate it, but in a way in which um, it believes to me, I think black love is it's just being able to smile with the one you're with and being able to share in the love that you always wanted to be given to yourself. Um, I think that's what black love Peace. Peace. All right, y'all, I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah. That's it. Woo-hoo. So that's I appreciate y'all coming, man. Yes, thank you, ladies. Queen, thank you, y'all. Thank you, Thank you for having me. So proud of y'all. Yeah, part two. That was beautiful. I like it like this. Yeah.